But there's 20,000 videos on the Instagram. Whoa. And, and that was us holding back. videos? What? Yeah, there's 20,000 videos. And we'll get into that. We can okay. talk about that, my, uh, my strategic yes. plan behind that. Okay. Yeah. More than hashtags. Come on. Come on. Yeah. More than hashtags. No, we won't forget what's working, what's trendy, and what's next. With Adam Lidecker and Vincent Orlek. Every week a new episode from News on the Net. Come on. Repping Arizona. I know just what you came for. For stories people might miss and fly under the radar. Yeah. More than hashtags. It's news and we're on it. Make sure that you subscribe and follow if you want it. Yeah. More than hashtags. Welcome to another episode of More Than Hashtags. This is Vincent Orlick, and I'm here with Adam Lidecker. Adam Lidecker. (laughs) And this is a very special episode. We're happy to welcome in our first guest of 2020, uh, of the restart of the show. If you have heard of this company, you've seen this gentleman on their social media. The way he he has put this together and, and done his thing it has impressed us so much we had to talk to him because especially being a local valley company it's it's one of those things that i saw i saw it and then i told adam and adam was like i think we can get them on the show i was like i think we can i think we can um and then i even became a customer so um our special guest is david lopez he's the owner and creator of run buddy mobile run buddy mobile.com is the site to head over to um, and it's a mobile dog gym here in greater Phoenix. They will pretty much come out anywhere in the Valley. I mean, they, they go all over the place. So David, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Like I said, I, I started seeing your, I've been spending a lot of time on TikTok, as everybody kind of knows. And, um, I, I started seeing your stuff on TikTok. I just initially I saw it and I thought, wow, this is what an amazing business for this specific time in history. Number one, number two, when I saw you're, you're a local business, that was like the icing on the cake because usually we see these like these really cool businesses and not to say there's not cool businesses here in the Valley. We, we know a bunch, um, but it's always, it's always gravy on the Turkey when it's a local business that we can talk to um, someone having success, especially on social media. So um, I, I just wanted to, to say awesome job, I think on, on your whole social presence, first of all, but we, we want to, we want to get into a little bit of the business and the, what kind of success or challenges or both you've been seeing um, this year with social, with the business. Um, but first, I, I, I want you to, if you could, please just give us a little background on how you ended up in this place, in this time, um, in, in having the success that you've been having. Man, so uh, how far, how far back, how far back do you want to go? <laughs> well, I know you're an, you're an Arizona native since 2014, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> So check it out. So the idea for a dog gym came to me about 20 years ago, um, specifically with wanting to change perception um, with what people think about pit bulls and, you know, what pit bulls mean in the media and to society. Because just like any other dog, you know, when properly exercised, you end up with a different animal. 
you know, and different behavior. Right. So really I was, I was out to show people that the media was wrong, that pitbulls aren't vicious, that just like over the decades, you know, at first it was, oh, German Shepherds are bad. Oh, Dobermans are bad. Oh, Rottweilers are bad. And really pitbulls have just lingered around as the evil dog for a little too long. And I was out to show people. So I started exercising dogs on treadmills and really showing a different side of what a pitbull can be, you know. And then, you know, fast forward 15 years, me with this idea of a dog gym and just exercising dogs. And, and all of a sudden, you know, I came across somebody that like, Oh, we're going to put our dog down. Uh, what happened? Oh, blue. She bit somebody again. My mom doesn't want her. And I said, well, I'm going to take her in, but now she's my dog. I'm going to rehab her. So, you know, fast forward real quick for the sake of time. I ended up with 14 pit bulls at the house, no kennels. Again, I would never recommend that. especially now that I've worked in rescue all these years, like, to have had that kind of luck. And it was just Mac, the dog that's on our logo, uh, 103 pound pit bull that I took in. My five pound Chihuahua Biscuit, who is still alive today, he's 18 years old. Um, and, you know, 13 other pit bulls. And just, wow. I was doing really strict food regimen and exercising the dogs on the treadmills. And through this exercise slash strict food regimen, kind of created my dog training mantra, right? And so over the years, I would have my full-time job and I would meet people and people would tell me, oh, my dog this. And I'm like, oh, I'm a dog trainer. I, you know, I train dogs you know, on the side. And they're like, oh, really? Well, my dog's doing this. And I'm like, well, how much do you exercise your dog? Oh, well, we walk our dog, you know, you know, we walk our dog from here to the park, you know, twice a week. And I'm like, okay, you know, check on the cell phone here now. And okay, so you're walking your dog 0.13 miles a week when you have an 80 pound lab that could run 10 miles, right? Yeah. So just like showing people like, do you have a treadmill? Let me train your dog to run on a treadmill. And, you know, fast forward, you know, going across the country, chasing corporate America jobs. Um, I landed Miami and almost launched Run Buddy in Miami under a different name. And at the last minute, my roommate, like he goes home for Christmas and gets married. I don't know what happened there. And he's like, I got to move back to Cali. And I'm like, well, I have family in Arizona. Just drop me off in Arizona and I'll just, you know, and my, my, uh, my best friend who is my cousin, who's three months apart from me, he's like, dude, there's plenty of dogs here. You know, why don't you move to Arizona? You know, there's lots of dogs here, <laughs> lots of dogs here. And he always made the jokes out. There's a lot of blonde women, you know? And I was like, well, I'm going to move to Arizona. I'm going to train dogs and I'm going to find me an ASU blonde. And here we are, fast forward, I'm engaged to an ASU graduate who happens to be a 5'11 blonde. And it's just like, you see your future and you make it happen, right? So <laughs> I first moved to Arizona and I started working at Verizon. And just happened to be by fate, um, the next person in line one day was this guy, his name's John Dean. I'm transferring his phone and doing everything. And he overheard me talking dog training. So he started diving deep into dog training questions. And before you know it, he's like, oh, switch over my email. And it says AZ search dogs. And I'm like, dude, you're a dog trainer? And he's like, yeah. And I go, why are you asking me questions, you know? And he's like, I wanted to see what you know. And basically, you have these search and rescue dogs that sometimes lack stamina because you got a firefighter who's working his full shift fighting fires and car accidents and everything else. So mm -hmm. they kind of brought me in to help, you know, get the dogs into peak physical performance so they can, you know, not lose their FEMA certification because it's a big deal to get tested and be able to be deployed when natural disasters. So immediately I started volunteering with the fire department and just, you know, 
through these efforts of trying to get the firefighters over to my house to run their dogs on my treadmill or go over to their house. Like it just, it just went off in my head one day. I'm just like, it's not run buddy. It's run buddy mobile. And like rain man for 10 hours straight walking up and down the stairs. It's run buddy mobile. It's run buddy mobile. It's run buddy mobile. Run buddy mobile. And you know, my fiance now just, I'm trying to tell her, you know, about my dog training and, and, you know, we hadn't been together that long and it's like, no, we're going to launch this dog gym. All right. And it's, she's just like, God bless her soul. She just uh, supported me, you That's know, amazing. every step of the way. And, and really there's nothing you can accomplish with the right kind of support, you know? So, you know, here we are fast forwarding um, three and a half years later, we have five dog gyms. We cover the whole Valley and we run dogs six days a week from 5 a.m. basically to 8, 9 p.m. How did you jump off? Like, you just got started. Did you get, did you get a, the van first? Did you go have people come to a physical location? How did you, like, just get started? And then what, what did you do, whether it was social or to get the word out? Like, how did you go from zero to so, 0. 0.5? So... I guess what, what, what really happened was like, all right, let me get started here. I said, I got to be mobile. How am I going to get my treadmill? I have a non-motorized treadmill that I use for all my workouts. And I was like, well, what if I put a tow hitch on the Subi? And I, you know, and like, it's not summer yet. Let me, let me just, you know, get a toy hauler and we'll make it happen. And I remember my dad has one that he uses for his tools. So I call him up. I'm like, hey, dad, how much did you, did you buy that thing for? And he's like, he's like, oh, mijo, you can borrow it if you want. And that weekend, um, it was Super Bowl weekend, and my buddy was going to L.A., and I'm like, hey, uh, instead of taking your Infinity, take the truck, and I'll pay for your gas. You bring back my trailer. And he brought back the trailer, and, you know, I got to work, and I painted it, made it all clean, got it all set up, and and I was mobile. And I started taking it to my fire department trainings. I started picking up a couple of dog training clients. And March, the third weekend in March hit 92 degrees. And I was like, no, this isn't, you know, I was about to wrap the trailer, you know, because I did a good job of fixing it. I painted it. I speckled floor it. It would look really nice. But I said, this isn't the way I'm going to introduce Rumbody Mobile to the world. And, you know, we, we went and uh, I held my breath and I, you know, we bought a Mercedes Sprinter van. Right. And I said, well, if things go wrong, I'll just Uber black, you know, like we'll figure something <laughs> out. But you know what? I, I at, at the very core, we'll get into this, at, at the very core of what I do most simply is I make dogs live longer. And there's nobody on this planet that doesn't want their dog to live longer. I remember saying, if I had it, I'd give a million dollars to just spend one more minute with my dog when he passed away, right? Yeah. So now I can not only ensure that a dog will live as long as possible, but I'm changing that life. We've grown so accustomed here to our dogs going immobile where everybody thinks it's normal. But if you see dogs in the wild where they're running, not walking, running and chasing and hunting and crawling and going uphill and uneven ground, they don't get hip dysplasia. You don't see hip dysplasia in lions, tigers, bears, wolves, coyotes. And this wild domesticated animal that we have, when you give them the proper amount of exercise, they build a different muscle mass on their rear legs and they end up being able to stay mobile. Right. So there we go. So fast forward, I get the van and here's the secret, right? The secret on how we made it. The first year of being in business, I worked a hundred hours a week on average for a year straight. Right. So we get our van, 
I hit the dog parks, I'm shaking hands and smiling and I'm like high energy, right? I run home to see how many likes or follows we have on the Facebook. <laughs> and I remember after three days of peddling business cards and shaking hands, I got one like, one, one like. And then so, you know, and it was from a lady that didn't even have a dog. She just thought my van looked cool. I remember the lady. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I'm like, I I'm not gonna focus on that. Like, I'm gonna show people what I can do I just started volunteering at the local shelters. I had made a couple of contacts. I went down there, started running all the dogs at the shelter. Boom, dogs were getting adopted. And again, these are reactive dogs, which my training with reactive dogs, I was able to, to let you know the people at the shelter know, like, they're like, no, I can handle any dog you bring out, you know, reactive, aggressive, anxiety, fear, depression, whatever it is, I've, I've done it. Um, so here we go, I, I, a year of 100 hours a week, and right away, the news found out what we were doing. We came out on the news a few times. And I really wasn't, you know, how you asked, like, what was the secret sauce? It really came down to three words. And they're not even my words, right? It's They're from Gary Vee and they're document, don't create. Right at the beginning, when I heard Gary Vee say that, I was struggling with how I'm going to show and share what I'm doing because it's something new. People are going to badmouth it and, you know, all kinds of things like, oh, my God, I can't believe you're doing that, right? But I... I listened to Gary Vee and he just said, document, don't create. And it unleashed something inside me where I stopped caring about the sound. I stopped caring about the lighting. In fact, I posted videos of every dog every day from 5 a.m. to 9 p.m., six days a week. And on Sunday, I was doing cleaning and maintenance. And I never once went back and looked at a video. Right. I had gotten braces. Luckily, I spent a little extra and they put them on top. They put them behind my teeth. So you couldn't see them really when I smiled because my bottom lip hid the ones on bottom. But I had rubber bands in all the time, right? So it's like if I'm going to look at these videos, I'm just going to get embarrassed and want to delete them. And still to this day, I've never gone back to look at that first year of videos. <laughs> There's a whole mess of videos. And I never wow. even stopped to look at them because, you know, they start judging yourself, you know. You well, David, are these, the, are these the videos that um, when we were talking before, before you were talking about the um, – is this the 20,000? Oh yeah. So, so that, that was the that 20, thing, right? <laughs> where I'm just going to start posting all day, every day. And then as we started adding vans, as business got busier and busier, we even filtered some of the runs into the stories. Some of the dogs that ran twice a week, we tried not to post them. So that's, there's 20,000 videos on Instagram and that was us holding back. Right. And the thing that happened was it's like, I wanted like one day somebody's gonna be like, Oh, what's this new bullshit about? You know? Mm -hmm. 20,000 videos like what like mm -hmm. and I almost like I challenge people like show me what my first video is I'm really curious I I haven't seen it in three years I don't even know what it is it's so far back anytime you start scrolling your like phone freezes up or the computer crashes you know yeah. and, then, and then you're done so we started posting these videos and I, I did realize I was losing followers right because you know 40 50 posts a day people are like dude I like following you but I, I can't take that many dogs while other yeah. people were like Dude, I love it. Dog, 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 dog. More and more So more, we started yeah. a page that's called We Run Dogs. And that page is just every... The dogs that's are just running. Like every... Let them run. <laughs> yeah, <they're> running. <laughs> yeah, they are. That's the cat over by the four dogs. Right? So <laughs> the We Run Dogs is like, I don't really care if people follow that because right. it's it's going to end up at 20 grand too. And now Run Buddy is now a little bit more cleaned up. I will be posting some educational, a little bit more edited content and... and you know, more like the company page as we start franchising and going across America. That's, I mean, that, that's, that's incredible. When you said 20,000, I was, 
I was kind of like, really? Like, you really had 20,000? But um, yeah, yeah, that, that makes total sense. You're if you're just committed to, yeah. Um, so, so let me ask you this, because when you were doing that, like your, your, essentially your, your strategy, right, at the time was to do that, was just document, 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 which absolutely that for businesses is a great thing to do, obviously. Um, ha- have you, has it developed over time where, and, and maybe it hasn't, but we want to know that too. Did, so ha- is it developed into more of like a, like a, a bigger strategy and a bigger plan? Or is there something coming down the road where, where that's, you're working on that? Or is it just like, we're sticking with what's been working? No, no, it's definitely, it was a plan of just loading it up and getting to who we were going to get to. I didn't mm-hmm. want to spend money to grow the following on Instagram because really on Instagram, you will only grow your following if you spend money to advertise, right? And what good was it for me to get a thousand new followers in Texas if I'm not going to be in Texas for a year? If anything, I'm encouraging some wackadoo to be like, oh, I can do that. Because, I mean, I show these pictures of these and videos of these dogs that have been running for three years. They come running into the van. They jump on the truck. And people are like, oh, my God, I could do that. It's so easy. They have no idea. That dog almost bit my face off, right? Like, I've rehabbed that dog from an hour away from being put down to the specimen you see now. So th- there was no need to spend money on Facebook or Instagram to grow the following. The plan was once we're ready you know, knocking on the door of franchising, then we would push the advertisement with paid ads and getting into that. What kind of happened with TikTok is the wild, wild west. TikTok, if you're hot, you're hot. They let you blow up. Instagram, if you're hot, it really does feel like they slow down your reach until you can pay for it, right? So as soon as we started getting kind of closer and I saw TikTok and, and I mean, some of those 20,000 videos, I mean, there's so much gold on there. I mean, there's mm-hmm. so many different breeds and so many different dogs and sizes and stories and, and rehab and weight loss and reactivity. And right. So I posted four or five videos on TikTok and I got one, a thousand views. And I was like, man, this TikTok is for real. And then another video was on there for a week with zero views. And I'm like, oh, they're just teasing <laughs> me. So, so I kind of left it. Right. And then I was at a house. And I was like, let me let me just post Spicoli over here because he comes jamming out. I posted it and four days later, boom, it's like a million views were blowing up. And then just like everything else, I just hopped on that wave and surfed it in and just kept going. And then I posted another one that was really good. Um, I wasn't even going to use the sound that I made, but at the end, I just put it on there and it was great. And I posted some more yeah. that have gotten like a million views. And now I'm kind of riding that wave to right now where I do notice that the dogs have gotten me this far, but there's no real, I mean, I'm at a hundred some thousand followers yep. and there's no other, there's no other page with that amount of following just based on dogs. You know, people, people want to know who I am now and people want to hear the story. And, and I do want to share a little bit about my life. I'm, you know, I consider myself extremely lucky to be in the position that I'm in and I'm extremely grateful that I've gotten the trust of so many people and have been able to change so many dogs lives and now it's it's time for me to show that to people. And really, you know, as as I I got about, you know, a few competitors across the country now and I see what they're doing and they're doing it wrong, you know, cuz obviously <laughs> I didn't teach them how to do it. I've been running dogs on treadmills almost 20 years. You saw one of my videos and and you're going to go copy me and 
and almost like I feel sad for what the dog's going through. But like as we expand, it's going to be the brand and being the world's first mobile dog gym. And I think I've set the bar so high, you know, with 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 everything. I've taken such care of, you know, I, I, I know you saw it in the van, the golden rule, the golden rules, yes. the. And it says the dog is always right. And if yes. by chance the dog makes a mistake, refer back to rule number one. And it's never been about money. It And it's such a weird thing to say, right? Because I've been kind of like a money chaser in corporate America, trying to make money so I can launch a business, right? Because I never really had the opportunity or I just, I lacked the knowledge of borrowing money. My thing was like, I'm going to make a bunch of money and then I can go launch whatever I want, be it a taco stand, a bar. I have 20 some years experience in the restaurant world. I'm like Gordon Ramsay when you get me in the kitchen, right? Like, and, and yet, you know, all along my whole life, the one consistent was my love for dogs and this power I have over dogs. So I've been able to use, you know, a special talent that I have with reactive slash aggressive dogs. Um, I mean, you got to see it, man. I pull up to these houses and people are like, my dog hates everybody. In two seconds, the dog respects me and we're having a good time and I'm building up their confidence. And people tell me like, you're the first person out of the family to pet this dog in three years. Like, or my dog doesn't like people be careful. And I show up and the dog's like licking my feet and they're like, how are you doing that? I'm like, look, I can't fully explain it. I go to a farm and like the cows chill out by me. The chickens circle around me. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, watch out for that cat. He hates everybody. 10 minutes later, the cat's on my lap and people are like, what the hell's going on? I'm like, look, (laughs) I don't know how to explain it. I obviously, I have now dedicated at least 20 years of my life to dogs. And now really the entire rest of my life, I get to spend it with dogs, you know, thousands and thousands of dogs, which is friggin' awesome. And I, and I can't fully explain it. You know, all I know is that I am where I'm supposed to be. Right. And I'm just extremely lucky to be where I'm at that I that I found Shawnee and she's like the best teammate ever. And and I got to give her her credit and her props, you know, because without her, I wouldn't be where I'm at. I can't do the stuff she does. I can't do the spreadsheets and accounting. It would be such a mess. We would never pay a bill on time. We would never pay a bill on time. (laughs) Selfishly, I hope that you break off a channel and just do cooking with dogs. (laughs) I'm just saying. Might wanna, I don't know. Might want to word it differently. Oh wait. Uh, <laughs> uh, you, you know what? I do need another channel, and we'll, we'll break off on a tangent real quick. Uh, right before I was training dogs, and you know, we had a pool growing up, so I always taught people to swim. But I got this crazy talent uh, to teach babies how to swim. Like, so I spent a couple years in Miami just teaching babies to swim. And I mean, I gotta say, I'm almost at good at that or better than training dogs. I have little six-month-olds that can swim on their own, basically, you know, coming up out of the water, making themselves float. And I got a little three-year-old that swims like an Olympic swimmer. And like, so one day I do want to kind of like, I'm like, well, let me take a break from dog training so I can teach my daughter to swim. And then maybe I can help other people um, save their little kids' lives. But that'll be a channel down the road there. So I have a question with all of the the videos you did on Instagram. Did those videos go anywhere else? Um, I know it's common to do like a, a repository whether it be youtube uh, i've seen like you mentioned gary v i've seen him put all of his videos on there and you could search a keyword so you could search a breed by a breed of dog and see all the videos yeah. of german shepherds come up um so did you put those anywhere else or did you keep channel specific no you know what we left them on instagram and then they copy on to to facebook and you can hit rumbuddy mobile hashtag german shepherd 
and they'll all come up, you know? Um, there's just so many that it was kind of hard to be like, okay, are we going to put their name and, and, you know, like that way they could find them. But it just very quickly, the, the monster got out of control. But now the plan is, yes, I'm going to now be, I never want to charge for my dog training. You know, my whole mantra is if your dog is properly exercised, you're probably a good enough trainer already. Just people come in, you know, they've had like two, three dogs their whole life, all of them perfect. Then all of a sudden they have a problem dog or not a problem dog, but just a dog that's pulling or a dog that's nipping. And, and you know, and then they're right to seek out a dog trainer. But a lot of the times the way we interact with the dogs and the way we train them to build up their confidence on this non-motorized treadmill, I do away with all the nipping, the anxiety, the fear and the depression. But so we will now you know, continue to post on Instagram. We'll continue to post on TikTok, the fun videos. And I'm going to, you know, I'm going to start giving some dog training tips. And maybe I have a certain way of explaining things. You know, it's my own little way. And I've gotten a lot of comments over the years on how I explain mortgages or how I explain whatever, right, I was doing. So I'm going to explain dog training techniques and say if they're mine or somebody else's. But I think if I could just explain things different and get to people a little bit different, but I'm going to do the intros on TikTok. Uh, YouTube will be full of dog training videos. I have a specific um, um, uh, dog socializing program that I do that I used to hold for free at the dog park. We'd get like 40, 50, 60 dogs. It's a series of seven drills. I'm going to package it up really nicely and give it out for free and let other dog trainers use it. Let, you know, friends get together and go to a park. Um, my method is, is, is very, how are we going to explain it? It's, it's like step by step. It's it's uh, non-confrontational. It's like really not forcing the dog into an uncomfortable position. You're really setting your dog up for success with this simple circle that I do and where you place the dogs and how you approach the dogs to the circle in this pack mentality. And I'm going to post it all up on YouTube. So YouTube will continue to have dog trainings and, you know, we'll do whatever we can with that following. The TikTok and the Instagram will be those type of videos. Um and the Instagram will change a little bit as we start franchising across America and kind of maybe turning into a little bit of, um, you know, whatever people need for me. Right. If people want to look at me and be inspired, you know, uh, to fulfill their dream, then, you know, let me show you what I did. You know, like I think it's Gary V too. your dream can be as big as you want it to be as long as it's your dream. So I will show people through my dream, my vision of a company and man, we're really big on customer service. I, I get a lot of comments on like companies like this don't exist anymore. Like you send a message right now at 9 PM and you're probably going to get an answer, you know, via text, Instagram, Facebook. Like, I mean, like we just had a baby two months ago, right? The, in the delivery room, in between contractions, it's eerily quiet in there, right? You got nurse, nurse, doctor, doctor, nurse, right? And I'm showing Rumbuddy videos straight up. Shawnee's in between contractions and I'm right here with my phone. This is a Thelonious. He's running and oh, uh, contractions. <laughs> I put the phone down. We get another push, push, push. No baby. Oh, and we did three rounds of videos. How did Shawnee feel about out, that? Right? <laughs> <laughs> the baby, she, she was in there talking it up too. The baby, <laughs> the baby comes out. Right. And we're in this moment where it's just like Shawnee and I were just good at getting jobs done. And that job at that moment was getting this baby out the baby comes out, kisses, kisses. They clean her up. They clean us up. We boom, boom, boom. 20 minutes later, right? We're in our room. The baby goes to sleep for the first little bit. 
Shawnee picks up the phone and starts scheduling. Cause she was just laying there, right? She's chilling, right? Or she's looking beautiful. The nurses are coming in going like, did you just have a baby? I'm over there answering TikTok messages, right? <laughs> and somebody's like, oh my God, I love your video. I love your content. And I'm like, oh, go check out my Instagram. They go to Instagram. They come back and they're like, dude, did you just have a baby? And I'm like, yeah, man, like 20 minutes ago. And they're like, what are you doing talking to me? I'm like, well, the baby's sleeping. What else do you want me to do right now? So that was like a cool experience there, you know? And it just... It's just how we are, man. We just, um, and, you know, yeah. I say this a lot, like, you know, um, I'm 100% Mexican. Both my parents immigrated here. And you hear it all the time, like, Mexicans work on this certain level. And people are like, oh, don't be racist and some like that, you know. So, but I bring it up. My, my, my Hispanic upbringing was you work 60 hours a week. And on the weekend, you get a side job. So, really, when it when it came down to corporate America, I probably averaged 20 hours a week, you know, and I was getting paid for 60. And when you launch off into your own business, now it's a hundred hours a week. That's not, and that's a hundred hours a week in the van. That's not even Shawnee and I meetings talking and having Shawnee like there to bounce things back. And I mean, every detail of that van has been thought through and, and adjusted according to exactly what we want. Um, and I, and I think it shows, and I think it shows. I wanted to just continue real quick on at what point do you think, or maybe even now, but like how much has social contributed to your client base now? Like, was it a point where it was word of mouth from all the meet and greets and all the things you're doing weekly to now it's like, Oh, it's like 30% social right now. You know, that's a really hard one, um, to gauge, right? Excuse me for one second. Um, the crazy thing that people that try to compete with me are going to find out is that people are more careful with their dogs than their children. And for a long time, even though we were coming out on the news and we're doing our little things in the summer at the shelters and at events, people would tell us that they followed us for three months before calling us. Some people like, I've been watching you for years. I'm wow. finally ready. And it's just like this. I can't really get a gauge on the ROI of social media. I just know that I wanted to put all those dogs out there. So somebody with a German shepherd would be like, there's a German shepherd. I have a German shepherd. You know, there's a pit bull. I have a pit bull that there's a blue pit bull. I have a blue, you know? So it was just this, this bombardment, right? This strategic plan of just overloading it on social media. TikTok has been the one where, People have seen us and hired us right away. I got to give it up to TikTok. TikTok has turned into some clients immediately. And some... That was me. <laughs> and some just to post a TikTok on their TikTok, which is cool because it gives me the opportunity to explain to them how this is different than a walk, how dogs put two-thirds their weight on their front paws. And by having a dog push a non-motorized treadmill, it's essentially giving your dog a gym day and it's leg day every day. And by building giant tree trunk legs on your dog, your dog will stay mobile. What will happen when your dog stays mobile? Your dog will live longer. Right. I've taken yeah. a good 30 dogs that couldn't walk anymore. You know, I show up to run the puppy because the puppy's driving the family crazy. And I hear somebody barking and I'm like, oh, who's in there? And oh, it's lady. Lady doesn't walk anymore. How old is lady? Oh, she's 11. She's a senior. And I'm like, <laughs> like bring her out here. 
let me do a little demo. I won't charge you. I put the 15-year-old dog, 11-year-old dog on there for 15 minutes. Four days later, that dog's running around the house like crazy. Before you know it, we're running both dogs, and the senior dog is no senior no more. I had one dog, Herky. He could barely, he wasn't able to lift his butt up off the ground for three months. I got him trotting again in a month, a month or two, month and a half, and he lived another year and a half. Hmm. Like, I, 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 if there's, if there's life left in those back legs, I will expose it. Yeah, you know that's it's that's it's that amazing. I, I, and I I saw I saw it up up firsthand. I mean, I I booked you guys for our little Chihuahua pug mix, chica. and because I because I wanted Chica Chica. Um, I I wanted the experience, and it wasn't just to post a TikTok, but I definitely posted a TikTok <laughs> and other places. <laughs> to get you guys some, you know, not that you need it, but, um, to get you guys get the word out. And, um, but then it was, it, it was just really, it was, it was easy. It was, um, fun. So, you know, we're all home. My, my first grader is home with me all day. I work from home. Um, and I didn't tell them, I told them there was like a little surprise coming, but I didn't tell oh, them what cool. it was. And so, uh, one of your, your handlers, uh, that's probably not the right word. Drivers, the, the, what, what the term for the canine fitness coach. Perfect. Jack, uh, Jack came by and um, of course all the safety guidelines being followed. Jack was masked up. We, we were masked up. Uh, it was super, super clean, um, cleaner yeah. than my house in there. Um, and we came out and, and I had shown my first grader the, the, she watches TikTok with me, you know, appropriately. Um, yeah, yeah. Ones. and those ones yours i definitely showed her she, and she's always like flipping out about them and when she knew the van when it pulled up yeah when and it then pulled she saw up, it. she abs oh well because our she front ran window jumped in and started running big front window we could see it pull up <laughs> she's like oh my god chica chica <laughs> so we like got chica got her out there and chica really you know without knowing what it was never seeing it before she ran right up and she was like you know, she's too small to actually jump in without some help. She was right up there, like what, tail wagging. She's, I don't know. She saw the treadmill. She, I don't know if she the knew smell. it. Or she could probably smell. Yeah. And, uh, and Jack was, there. Jack was like, yeah, come on, let's go Chica. Come on. And got her on there. And, you know, this is a, about a 14 year old or so um, dog and she's pretty active. And, but she got right on there. It took her maybe a minute and mm-hmm. she, she was trotting along and then she got a little fat she never really sprint but i know it takes it takes a couple couple times yeah um to do that but she was loving it she that she was on that thing for easily you know the 30 minute uh deal and the whole time going except she did stop to uh go to the bathroom which again she tinkled a little bit jack was very accommodating he's like don't worry happens all the time you know sit up cleaned it up and uh and and she got she was still going and um it was it was really it was really good like i i i would highly recommend it there's also multiple um treadmills in there so we i was talking to jack about it and he's like yeah we get you know the neighborhood we'll get we'll get multiple dogs from whether they're in all in your house or ones from around the neighborhood that everybody goes in on the cost on a weekly or biweekly or whatever basis and then it's like this little community gathering. Obviously, right now it's like you gotta be careful with COVID. Yeah, it's a little hard. I okay. I had envisioned more community aspect like that. I love that. Um, but you know that we do uh, puppy birthday parties. Those are kind of crazy cool. Because <laughs> then you know 
these people that have had puppy parties before, you know, they're kind of a shit show. Yep. You know, you're in the backyard. <laughs> not all dogs get along. There's a lot L of treats and literally people are, people are, yeah, literally they're, they're, they're barking and they're yapping and there's always one fight and you got to separate one or two dogs. But when Rumbody Mobile shows up, it's almost like I take the life out of the party because all the dogs are mellow by their owner side, almost in nap mode. And some of these birthday parties that I've gone to, this is like the third year. And they're like, dude, this is weird. Right. Like, yeah. like I've done a vet appreciation day where they had like a barbecue for all their clients. And instead of it being all barky, every single dog, all 15 to 20 dogs that were there are chill, like laying down, looking around and it's just like this eerie quiet feeling where it's like all right like you know i guess we'll just sit here and enjoy the barbecue you know i think it's interesting um and then now obviously we're getting some cooled off weather uh finally finally i think we have what what record 100 and some days over 100 yeah, 120. Or something. yeah we didn't hit the high 120s like like other years but yeah record amount of 110s in a row but I know like uh, we had our boxer for four, 13 years. And so we were in Pennsylvania. We could run all the time. We had fields and run. Come out here. It was like a culture shock for us because the we moved out in uh, the, the heat of it. So the asphalt was so hot. We had the, oh, yeah. across the street, but it was so hot. So I, we would go, always go and have, we, I never knew my neighbor's names, but I knew all their dog names. <laughs> so we, yeah. we'd go over there and run and all that. But like, then there'd be like months where we never see the dogs or the owners or anything so it's also very interesting too that you're uh, now providing this where i'd even imagine the dogs would be even more mobile because uh, what, what do you need to go walk at after 10 o'clock at night i mean probably not it's still hot still hot well you know the, the here in the dead of summer the floor gets upwards of 175 like that's that 180. Like that's just crazy, yeah. to, you know. Like to walk your dog, and then some people use the booties. And unbeknownst to them, when they're too tight on their paws, it actually restricts a dog's blood flow. So not only is it hot outside, but now you're restricting your dog's blood flow, as opposed to on the uneven surface of the non-motorized belt, they spread their paws like yoga toes, mm -hmm. and it actually so now we're in the air conditioning. They're able to run as fast as they want. And they're spreading their paws out, promoting their blood flow, that jolt of adrenaline. I mean, and their blood flowing through all their organs is just ridiculously good yeah. for their for their health. We've had a lot of dogs, even even some weird cases. Like we've had a couple of dogs that get, that uh, are on seizure medicine, and not only do we get them down in weight so that they can use less medicine, but I mean, I I gotta say that we're making the medicine more effective. We had one dog that was having seizures all the time and after we started working him out he was down to like one every nine months or something like that wow and you know if i could afford the study on that you know <laughs> we put some scientists to work on it but yeah yeah i have um, one dog down 47 pounds oh wow that's crazy or little dogs down five six pounds wow. you know a little wiener dog down six pounds is 25 percent of their weight no wonder he was ornery and biting people Right, it's a grumpy, overweight dog. Unhappy, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unhappy, yeah. Uh, let's um, let's all right. Let's shift a little bit because I I really want to I want to talk about with um, with your just the marketing as a as a whole. I mean, you have 
there's a Facebook page, there's a Twitter account, there's an Instagram account, there's TikTok, there's the website. Um, some of that is not active. Some of it is very active. So is that something that, um, first of all, on those channels, did, did you consciously, I mean, you kind of talked about it a little bit before, but did you consciously say, okay, we're going to do, I'm going to do Instagram. TikTok maybe wasn't really, it definitely wasn't what it is now when you started. Um, but it, it existed, just not in the same form. Um, you started on Instagram, but you have these other channels. So what was it that made you sort of go one route over another? Well, you know, um, I even, you know, was like, okay, well, let's post some Snapchats, right? Mm -hmm. And Snapchat, as that was progressing, it seemed like Instagram was about to copy them with stories and all that. And I right, was just like, right. oh my God, I hope Snapchat <laughs> just goes away. Snapchat with everything being deleted, it just, you know, it just felt like, and what was going on on Snapchat just didn't feel home, uh, wholesome, you know, it didn't feel right. So I'm kind of glad that Snapchat's kind of falling apart and not really a part of us. The Twitter was weird because some, some very popular news people had tagged us in some Twitter stuff. And, mm. and I just, like, I, I just, I don't know, without, without, you know, getting too deep into it, it just, it didn't, it didn't, it, I didn't gravitate towards it. Right. I didn't have a big enough following to say, Hey, we're over here. Right. Cause that's what Twitter would be awesome for. Right. So I see as we start expanding state to state and we start implementing some of these crazy marketing ideas that I've been waiting to pull off, then the Twitter will be fun. Right. Um, but the Instagram, you know, and, you know, being bought by Facebook and the way you can tag to it and then just the easy editing of their videos um, just seemed like the right place to be. Right. Because I could post the videos there. Enough people have it. And then even at the beginning, some people didn't have Instagram. Oh, I can't see the videos. Like, OK, I'm tagging them to Facebook. And I don't you know, like some of the older ladies were like, I only have Facebook, you know, I'm like, OK, here, you know, let me. And then I'm the only one that had the login that would tag to 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 the Facebook page because I didn't want to fill up the Facebook page with by, with everybody's videos. And right. and then so somebody else went and ran, you know, you know, Smokey over here and and well, where's Smokey's video today? And I'm like, well, yep. David didn't go. Oh, only David posts video. It's like, oh, OK, come on, chill out. Like, <laughs> So. Really, I, I've just kind of, besides the getting ready to spend money on advertisement or start creating content and do some edited, you know, produced content with some good cameras and even bring in some, some, you know, some, some ideas and make some funny parodies. Um, really, I've just been going with my gut. You know, I'm yeah. just going to post here and post there. And, and it was easy too, right? Because I'm out here working a hundred hours, you know, it needs to be easy. Yeah. And it, it it, it just has, I've just been lucky, you know, on that part where I just followed my gut and posted what I was supposed to post in the right, you know, cause some content, you know, it's not going to work on Instagram that'll work on Facebook, you know? Right. So we posted some of the dog training videos on Facebook and kind of like adjusted some of the, um, the content, you know, according to where I think it suits best. But, you know, everybody kind of says it like, you know, on stories, put little snippets of real life. On Instagram, do this. On YouTube, do these. You know, on TikTok, do these. And really, uh, I'm not reinventing the wheel here. A lot of a lot of success on social media has already been done by somebody else 
You know, you can right. very simply see what other people are doing and just copy them and just make it your own. I, I, Adam, Adam has a, I know he's got something he wants to ask you. I, I think I want to, I want to try to sum it up a little bit because this is, this is what so many small businesses just struggle with. And in your case, I mean, you're kind of like the perfect storm in all honesty, right? Because it's like dogs, <laughs> um, dogs. During, during the, the quarantine. Most brands it's... kill to put a dog in, in their video. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, dog, like there's, dogs. there's a dog, there's a dog crowd. You're, so there's a natural, there's a natural audience for dogs. If you're doing cool stuff with dogs, right? There's dogs. It, it's like the business in the, in this particular um, setting uh, of of quarantine and all this over the last few months and then being super hot in the summer in Phoenix it's just like all these factors came into it but ultimately ultimately it's it is the, it's your it's the content it's it's the cool you have a different unique thing that you're doing as a business it's not it's not that you're doing it uniquely necessarily on social media you're just you're taking videos you're putting effort and time in of course but it's like you're, what you have is unique. So it starts with yeah. the business and what people, what people try to manufacture and, and can't get past is, well, my, my business, you know, if it's not a unique business, what do I do? Just like you said, the whole document piece, the whole, just start doing it. Just start getting out there and trying it. And if, you, if you, yeah, if you struggle, if you, if you mess up, no one knows, first of all, no one knows if you know, if you mess up, People generally aren't going to know. They don't care. They're like just watching stuff or they're not watching it. So with you, it's like the stuff is out there. You just, you just stuck with it and you, and you, you put it out there. And then along came, you know, TikTok where, oh my God, now it's like, I have a video with 3 million views. I have another one with 1 million views. I have another with 500,000 views and hundreds of thousands of views. And it just, it, it but that didn't happen overnight. That, that happened after 20,000 <laughs> well i think that's what we we hear it's the work you put the work in yeah Yeah. you know somebody's like uh shawnee my fiance she's just like yeah you know an overnight success that took 17 years to put together you know no biggie yeah everybody sees the glitz and glam they don't see behind the scenes the late nights and the 100 hours and then the twenty thousand videos Uh, exactly yeah, so like when you when you're when you graduate to a different podcast, how I how I made this, uh, you, you could talk <laughs> or Gary V's how I, how or Gary V's podcast. How I built this with Guy Raz. Yeah, there you go. I want to uh, be on there, man, really bad. Well, I think you're onto it. I, I think one yeah. of the other things that you're that, that I'm seeing why this is just hitting off is, and this is no surprise, but a lot of people want experiences over ownership. Um, obviously they own the dog, but they want experiences. And when I saw Vincent post his TikTok about his run buddy experience, um, it's now they're giving an, an experience to their dog. So it's yeah. like this, um, I would always call it like a, the human, humanification of dogs. Like the dog used to be in the backyard chained up in the fifties. And now they're on the, on the nice couch and uh, eating, eating this organic food and all this stuff. Um <laughs> So you want to give them experiences and you want on a treadmill. Them. Yeah. Well, you want to take them to the dog park <laughs> to have friends, but you can't yeah. do that right now. Um, and dog parks are disgusting. Well, I'm not a too. fan of dog parks. <laughs> dog parks are a mess, man. They're uh, a we, mess. Vincent and I talk often on the show 
about how small businesses can um, create an experience. So we'll often talk about a restaurant. Hey, why doesn't this restaurant have a rotating mural? Every month, a new muralist comes in and paints this. Because you know, on Instagram, people have the mural with the wings or whatever. They're always, they're always taking photos. And that's- They're, all, they're always taking photos. That's what it's people want to do. Yeah, it's this brand building. So even like, and we have friends that have like the little, um, what do you call it, Vincent? Like the uh, gift boxes. Sorry, GIF boxes. Oh, well, yeah, GIFs, GIFs, sure. The <laughs> the uh, photo, the photo booths. Yeah, experiences. Like, I think you're, you're posting their experiences on your page. I think it's great because they're like, oh, it's my dog on the page. My dog's on, my dog's on a fame, you know, my dog's famous. And uh, do you ever, um, is it ever go the other way? Are people now, now are you seeing more and more people want to capture that themselves and post it on their pages? Is that like um, part of the day, day to day? I, now? I think everybody goes in there and posts, you know, people get really excited, you know, to post it the first time. And I think sometimes when people go to use us, you know, specifically we launched in summer, right? Three and a half years ago. And pe- people are like, Oh, it's hot, you know, so I'm going to use Rum Buddy. And then three weeks into it, they're just like, dude, my dog's like completely different. <laughs> you know, my dog is well behaved. My dog's not barking. My dog's not chewing. My dog's not like my dog's mobile again. You know, like my dog chills all day instead of. So it's just like this. At first, they want to videotape the first one for the experience. But then, you know, we get into our verbiage and we show them what their dog can be and what we're going to do for their dog. And then it's like, I got stuff to do right now. You know, like, here's a dog. I got to go. Here's a dog. I'm on a conference call. Here's, you know, so everybody goes to post their first run or two. And then after that, you know, they just love what their dog turns into more than the sharing of the video, you know, but definitely at first, everybody's in there with their camera. Right. You know, and then, then afterwards, I would say about 50% of customers still come in. And it's been funny because, you know, people are like, you know, if you want, I'll grab them. And they're like, this is the highlight of my week. Like, please don't take this from me. And I'm like, no, no, you can come in anytime you want. Like, and I always tell people you're always invited in and you're always excused to leave. So if you want to come in and watch and cheer, which it makes my job easier because I have to cheer twice as loud and hard to get a dog running as just the owner, just standing there. You know what I mean? I'm over here doing jumping jacks in front of dogs sometimes you know toys and balls and squeakers and and you yeah. know I, I even dance in front of the dog sometimes i do like <laughs> jumping lunges some weird stuff see I those, are, those are the tiktok dances we want to see yeah, somebody else come in and film there it is me dancing in front of the dog for the dogs yeah. Actually, yeah. I, did, I did one of my tiktoks doing my little 1990s dance moves i was doing the kid and play the roger rabbit yes <laughs> the RoboCop. Yes. The Bart Simpson. Cabbage Patch. <laughs> the Cabbage Patch. The All right. So, so we go before we go too far. You mentioned parody videos. What was uh I mean I found it right away and I had to stop. I was like, oh my, oh man. What was one parody video you did uh on TikTok that went horribly wrong? But got a lot of views. <laughs> well, you know, obviously the the vibe check, uh, the ocean spray dog face, uh, four twenty dog face two oh eight with the ocean spray. Yep. I don't know if you saw that one. 
So, yeah, we talked about it on last week's episode. We yeah, and, uh, run, run it through. I was listening to that episode. So you know, you he friended me on TikTok today. Oh, that's amazing. Dude, he friended me on TikTok. I got excited. I sent him a message. That's I said, awesome. "Sir, dude." <laughs> that's awesome. So all we saw was the before and after. So if you can like just break it down. Uh, so I was on an electric skateboard <laughs> going full oh, speed. Okay. And you know when you got your camera in your hand. You know, over here, and you're going, you're going that way, or this way with your phone over here, and all of a sudden, I woke up on the ground. Yeah, like I wasn't oh, out cold, but I slammed on the ground and exploded my elbow. And, and you that documented that in the TikTok. So anybody that wants to go see that, go to, go over to um, the the uh, Run Buddy TikTok, which is just it's at Run Buddy and, and on TikTok. The video of the crash didn't save. Oh man. <laughs> I got up and ransacked the floor for my, you know, and on Instagram you can hit save. I swear I hit save and then proceeded to try to ride home. You know, and I made it all the way almost home to across the park when the adrenaline and and then yeah. I just kind of collapsed on the floor there cuz you know, my elbow had exploded and Sean she came and picked me up and got me back by my house and I had this like $35 steak in the smoker that I was about to just sear. And me and my cousin, after cleaning vans all Sunday, were about <laughs> to pig out. And he's like, are you sure it's broken? And I, and he walked over to the, he walked over to the, to the car. And I was like, you know, look at it. I was like, Prim. he's like, Oh shit, you're right. I think, <laughs> I think it looks mangled. But uh, rehab is going, you know, rehab on an elbow is forever. So I'll be rehabbing another two years. And then by then I'll just probably have forgotten about it, except for the nasty scar. <laughs> and the video, so not, not the best <laughs> the way to get. I mean, don't do that to get a hundred thousand views. But uh, but you documented it, so there's yes. that. <laughs> so it's all mission right. accomplished. Mission accomplished. I do it for the likes. Um, David, you mentioned, uh, and and we'll, we're going to finish up here in in a couple minutes. But I, if you could kind of expand a little bit, you. Speaking of expanding, you you talked a little bit earlier about expanding the business, and um, I mean that would seemingly make a lot of sense. Um, in this, in the essence uh, of the marketing, the social media, and all that, from where you started with that, where it is now, and where it would go. I mean, is is what is what scalable in that sense? Like, are you what you're doing now, who's, who's kind of managing that? Is it just you? Is it, is it the drivers? Are, is everybody chipping in? Are, are you doing different sharing videos and everybody's posting them? Or um, how does it work? Like, so what's the, the process? On the We Run Dogs page, I just let the coaches. And, and also, you know, I'm not a control freak, but I believe in our branding and our mission. And, you know, any coach should be able to come over and you had a run buddy run. Right. You had a run buddy session. They should all feel very cohesive. So um, on that essence, I, I do a lot of coaching. Right. I build up my team, but I'm not a micromanager. Even throughout my corporate life and managing stores and stuff like that, I, I believe that the best leaders, you know, teach their employees how to be their own bosses. You know, so if ever I need help and I need content, I'll give people specific instructions. Hey, send me, like right now with uh, Halloween, 
you know, you'll see I, I have them sending me specific content. But the We Run Dogs, I just let them have at it. You know, I tell people like, look, like be yourself, you know, and finish the video off with We Run Dogs. You know, like I'm not really. And then I watch their first few videos. I adjust their angles. So we're all using the exact same angles and we're all using the exact same verbiage. Um, and it, it'll just be me like it's been, you know, doing the TikToks. And a couple of the coaches that are into it have helped me out and we kind of throw ideas back and forth. And as we expand from state to state, um, I'm sure, you know, at a point there'll be a, a, an opportunity to be able to hire people to help me with that. Um, but as long as I still got the energy to do 100 hours a week, you know, a lot of the visions and my ideas, I think they'll be the same. It's just we'll pay to put them in front of people. You know, once we're expanding in Nevada, then I'll pay Instagram whatever $250 that weekend to throw ads out everywhere, right? right. Uh, but the content will be the same, you know, because the story will be the same always. You know, we we take, you know, all dogs, all breeds, all temperaments, and and this is what we do for them. And here are the results. Here's, by that time, here's 30,000 success videos, you know? So I think the approach besides... Um, targeted marketing the content i don't think will change much i think we'll we'll definitely you know keep our ear to the railroad tracks and see what's trending and what's going viral and obviously move along with the trends you know and and catch them right at the beginning um but but i don't i don't uh, i don't see much change you know it's we're gonna just keep showing dogs having a great time and showing people what their dogs could be like, you know, and, and, and possibly growing our fan base and being able to, you know, really reach those people that are struggling. This country puts down between five and 6 million dogs every year. And these people that surrendered their dogs, you know, they didn't set out to surrender their dog. They're sometimes it's really hard. They're giving up and I can make dog ownership so much easier. You know, like I, I can show you, what your dog actually needs, you know, you got a, an Australian shepherd and you have access to sheep. Yeah, you're good. You don't need me. Maybe, you know, your dog is herding sheep all day, but you have two Australian shepherds and live in a one bedroom apartment in Scottsdale, you know, and you're like, Oh, my dog has pretty blue eyes, but, <laughs> but they're driving me crazy. Right. Like, <laughs> like, you know, you, you see border collies at the shelter and people get all excited. Like, Oh my God. This is a border collie. I'm so lucky. It's like uh, you're like that fifth home in a year for that dog because what? Somebody's like, oh, I'm going to start throwing Frisbee. But what people don't understand is that a dog like that wants the Frisbee thrown, and I'm not joking, 5,000 times, not five. My buddy's short hair pointer. People are like, oh, dude, your dog catches Frisbee? Yeah, but the rule is you can't stop until he stops. Yeah, cool, man. <laughs> cool, man. I'll be, I'll be all back. Hey, bro, can I come in? Like, what, dude? You can throw the Frisbee. He wants a Frisbee, you know? So I don't know if you caught this on the website, but a portion of every run gets donated to running dogs at shelters and rescues. Um, and, you know, every week and every time we add a van, we add more shelters, we add more rescues. Every time a rescue has an event, we don't charge them. We show up and we do demos all day in the name of the rescue. You know, and, and I don't really... People are like, oh, my God, you should charge more. You should do this. And it's just like, like, I'd rather run more dogs, you know, than just six dogs in Paradise Valley. You know? 
Yeah. No, I think I think this is great. Like you said a couple things that like Well, and it, it makes sense for it to expand. Oh. Oh, go for it. Good, Adam. Start over. Good. Oh, no. You said a couple things that really resonated with me. I have a couple other friends that are in, I would say, traditional businesses, and they couldn't replicate themselves. So my one friend is a chef. He he can't be taking all the food photos all the time. So he made a playbook. So then his staff, which will get credited for taking the photos later, they yep. like drop them to a Dropbox or send them in the, in the cloud. They just put a folder together that everybody can just email it to that folder, and he has them whether he's posting them or somebody else, and he has a playbook, just like you said, the right angle, the right, you know, so it's consistent on brand. Consistency is so crucial. The other thing I think is really, really smart, uh, which I think most people may, may miss what you're doing. You're building uh, for, for the love of dogs. You're building this network for the love of dogs. But what it's going to do is benefit you greatly for franchising. Because if you go and announce, or maybe you like, you go and say, uh, all right, we're looking at Denver. Who's interested? You have 2000 people from Denver already following you. You can go to that yeah. franchise and said, Hey, I already have 2000 fans from Denver already built in that are going to show up on your uh, meet and greet launch day balloons and all that kind of stuff. So I think most people miss that when they're looking at a brand and like, Oh, why don't you just put just Scottsdale hashtags? Why, why are you just, but your vision is bigger. Your, your, what you're going to get to the eventual end. And in fact, that's part of that um, that franchise uh, strategy, in a sense, is you're actually growing that audience before you're even selling the franchise. Uh, those customers are already there. Um, th- third thing I wanted to say, uh, just because everything you're, you're saying is triggering some thoughts in my mind, um, I, I worked with this company that does like, um, like virtual consults for dental work. And for the large, long time, it was just them and they were doing the social and they were doing the same thing, but they were showing before and afters of teeth. And they were, um, uh, for lack of light, licensing their, their technology to other dentals, dental offices, and they couldn't replicate the social. So they actually charged for that. They charged uh, like five, 10 grand to train them how to do Instagram, the same before and after, the same voice, the same, but for that area. Yeah. So it's like, there's a couple things here that I think, uh, because wait, so Adam, what you're saying is run buddy marketing school. Hey, is that that what we're talking about? Um, well that, and I think it needs, it's like run buddy masterclass of, of how somebody, (laughs) cause I think there's a lot, there's a lot here and it's really smart because, uh, one, you're the secret sauce Two, you can't replicate yourself forever, but, um, you can replicate your systems and processes. And I think uh, that people are willing to, if somebody wants a franchise, they want to do it just as good as you. And for the exactly. sake of your and, franchise name, you got to protect that as well. And, and that's why we've uh, taken our time before launching and jumping into franchise to make sure everything, you know, is in place to be able to be successful and not have like, a disaster you know like oh yeah well we tried nevada but it didn't work you know or something like that i you know it just a lot with fate and just um like i said i am i'm i am where i'm supposed to be right but when you talk about being able to rec- replicate myself i i just got extremely lucky right with not only you know with just being me who i am i feel lucky for being who i am you know i'm a, 
Um, I've always been very lucky. I'm, I was born 6'4", you know, 6'3 and 3 quarters. I think that's extremely lucky. I'm taller than 90% of the world, right? So there I am. I'm a lucky person. I met Shawnee, and she's just like, she's just amazing, right? She just like blows me away every day and how awesome she is. And one day I hope that she gets the recognition that she's owed because, you know, they have these groups of women entrepreneurs and, man, like, She's better than them, right? And then that first jump into replicating myself, my first coach is my cousin, who is my best friend. We've been attached at the hip since three months. So it was like, well, I don't want anybody else to come besides David. But then they meet Eddie and it's like, oh, I want Eddie now. You know, so it was just like this, this triple threat of like you had me, I had Shawnee. And then my first coach was my cousin. And it kind of it set the stage, you know, for what was to come where it's the system and the training, you know, besides also choosing the right people, you know, you got to be not only a dog person, but a people person and also a good driver because the van's huge, you know? So it's like, I'm taking dog handlers that are also customer service people who also handle, you know, a giant van and there's just a lot, you know? So it's just, I'm very picky on who I hire. You know, we take our time. A lot of the times, like, we've let, like, nature take its course. And we've just, like, man, we really wanted to hire somebody. And we're waiting. And all of a sudden, like, somebody shows up. Oh, I just moved here from Wisconsin, like Jack. Oh, you know, I just moved from Wisconsin. And his friend was working. And he asked, you know, he used to work at a pet store. And he loves pets. And he's just like, like, yes. Like, yeah, you're one of us. You know, and then I put, I put people through rigorous training hands-on rigorous training and I set them up for every scenario that they could possibly ever come across before I certify them as a canine fitness coach you know and I'm not gonna let you know somebody go run a dog until they're ready straight up you know some of these people who think it's just about putting a dog on a treadmill have no idea what those first sessions are like sometimes when you know, you have to be ready, you know, to be there for the dog and do what's right for the dog because the dog is always right. And we never force the dogs to do anything. If the dog doesn't want to go, it's up to you as a dog handler to find, you know, to find the way to get through to this dog, be it, you know, a squeaker toy or just, you know, somehow connecting with the dog. And I got a bunch, I got a bunch of different tricks, you know, up my sleeve that I teach all my coaches. So everybody has their go-to set of tools. When a dog is doing this, you do this. When a dog does this, you do this. Like, just like those tabs, like that chef, you know, it's like, you got to do this. You got to do this. You've done this. You've done this. And you just follow the, you know, the training. And before you know it, we got, you know, we got a dog walking. And then, you know, next week the dog is trotting. And a couple of weeks down the road, the dog is running. And, you know, and here we go. We got a happy customer. I love it. I, at, the, I, at the moment, we have five dog gyms and we have 12 canine fitness coaches. So are they all running at the same time? All five vans are out pretty much six days a week. Yeah. Wow. And they're going. And again, like, we'll I, I to Jack. Jack said it's uh they're doing. I asked him like 10, 10 or so a day, right? Yeah. Well, you know. It varies, you know, sometimes more. Well, sometimes sure, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's crazy, right? Because I'm hiring these, like, young guys and young girls, young guys and gals. And every once in a while, somebody tells me they're tired. And I'm just like, 
Like, wait, what? <laughs> you work three days this week. Like, I, you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm 43 and I work a hundred hours a week. Do the math. A hundred hours a week. That's five, 16 hours sh- or six, 16 hour shifts plus Sunday, you know? And, and some weeks I did like a lot more than a hundred, right. To average out. And it's just like, how are you tired, bro? You're killing me. Like, I wish I was 25 again. Forget about it. I used to work triples when I was 25. (laughs) Didn't we all? I worked two two shifts at the restaurant, and then I'd go bartend at night. Like, what's up? Let's do this. That's it. That, but that's and that's uh to to Adam your point of the you know again the secret sauce part two is like what you said, David is hard work. It's lead by example. The time, you know, you seen that movie, we were soldiers when he's like, like the, 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 the commanders, the first one off the chopper and the last one to leave the battlefield. Like if you can't lead like that and you see all those little memes and pictures, right? A boss pointing and they're dragging them, a leader's in front and pulling everybody, you know, like (laughs) it's funny because I was just talking to this about like, what do you remember of all your childhood? And I think like in second or third grade, there was a poster on the wall and it was a bunch of chickens and it said, lead, follow, or get out of the way. And I'd, I've lived by this poster my whole life. And just, I don't remember anything else. I couldn't do long division right now without a calculator, but lead, follow, or get out of the way, man, because I'm running. That's awesome. And we definitely <laughs> want more, we definitely want more videos of you on TikTok because I would say you're a vibe. Uh, <laughs> it's infectious and it's what we need to get through this world right now. <laughs> And I love that. I mean, Adam, I mean, I'm sure I speak for you. It's like having, having um, a business like this, that like this, your business feels like it's just at the very beginning, right? It's like, it absolutely feels like it. And certain places is going to even, you know, take off more even than probably in Phoenix, but it's like, you could feel in like five years, David is going to be too big to come on the show back to return and, and talk about how everything's Never. going at that time. <laughs> oh, it's going to be awesome, man. Wait, I mean, I got a lot of secrets up my sleeve. Um, that's, you know, I've done things right. And, and I'm kind of old school like that, you know, where, where I think there's a right and a wrong way, almost to everything. I think life is a lot more black and white than people let on. And especially when you talk about like, you know, old school values, like how a man carries himself, you know, and how a man treats a woman, you know, and and those kind of things. Like I do things right and I'm going to continue to do things right. And we're setting the franchise up for success and, and we're going to do it. So right. You're going to be so impressed. Like, like it's, it's all lining up. Everything's been just methodically overanalyzed. Like, like my brain does not stop. I like, I got this notepad in my phone with like my next 90 TikToks, you know, I'm like, it's like, it's all every, I, I watch TikTok for different reasons, right? I watch TikTok to see which ones I can make as run buddy, you know, and then boom, comes up, I go jot it down, you know, it's like, oh, here I am, I gotta, I gotta do the little twisty thing with the song and the music, you know, that one's gonna be awesome. Yep, that one's yep. gonna go viral. Yep. <laughs> I, I, I stopped thinking things are gonna go viral. I got, I got some gold on my TikTok that nobody's even like gone over and like, like some of those videos on there, I'm like, go look at them. Man. They're hilarious. <laughs> we, I think yeah, we all have those. Like, you got to do like the <laughs> reposting because it didn't blow up the first time. Yeah, yeah. That's what people say, right? Well, I wanted to repost this one because it, 
nobody appreciated it. Yeah. <laughs> well, David, um, thank you so much for coming on the show. Before we go, can you please let everybody know where to follow and book and all that good stuff? Yeah, so we're uh, runbuddymobile.com, runbuddymobile on Instagram, on TikTok. We're just runbuddy. I was able to get it before anybody else got it. Um, but runbuddy, runbuddy.com, runbuddymobile.com, runbuddymobile on Facebook. Um, you know, just hop on there, do a booking request, have us out. Mobile Dog Gym pulls up right to your door and we'll do a customized fitness session according to your dog's needs and goals. We run dogs. I can attest. I can attest to, to the customer experience. It's exactly like it is pretty much in the TikToks, in the Instagrams. They pull up, the dog's psyched, uh, at least mine was, and and just it's it's going. And and it's it's a beautiful thing to to see in, in most cases, it seems like. So um thanks again, David. Thanks for coming on. And uh let's let's say this in three to five years, whenever you're in, you know, 10. 10 or 12 cities. Um, we're going to ask you to come back on and tell us how you did it. Maybe in a year, bro. Maybe in a year. Hey, we'll take a year that. too. That's, we'll Maybe take in it. A year. Well, we'll be following you on TikTok. So uh, we'll know. Awesome, man. Awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to start kind of uh, narrating the future of run buddy on social media. Now I'm going to start explaining and showing where we're going, where we're headed. Um, and I'm still I'm still figuring that one out, you know. That one, it's still that's still in my head, you know. I'm trying to plan it out how how to do it just right. But uh, but I just want to share everybody share with everybody just how much fun we're having, how many dogs we get to help, and and uh, let's save some dogs' lives. Thanks again, David. It's gonna Thanks be awesome. coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for reaching out. Thank you for thinking about me. Um, this was awesome, man. I really appreciate it. And that'll take us to the end of the hashtags, a special oh, perfect ending. Perfect ending. <laughs> we'll yeah, see you guys next time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, if you're listening, you videos. can't see, but that's a beautiful dog. You got to see him on the videos. He is, he's jacked. He's, he's pretty buff. Thanks so much for coming on. Cool, man. Thank you.